I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome, everyone, to the Friday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, Tyler Crawley, and, you know, I might never play a clip to start the show again. Nothing is ever going to top that. That used to be in my radio show intro when I was on the radio. I love that clip so much. I'm going to explain. Well, I'll tell you right now. I played that clip because... For those that subscribe to the companion newsletter, I'm doing a Halloween horror movie countdown until, well, Halloween. <laughs> and that was actually the 17th movie on my list. They live phenomenal movie. We'll talk about it a little later in the podcast. We got a ton to get to, but first we are going to start with a very, very important topic. And that is the conforming loan limit. So as we all know, the gold standard when it comes to originating a mortgage is conforming loans. The loans that will get bought and sold on the secondary market by Fannie and Freddie, like I said, the gold standard. And obviously there is a maximum amount that Fannie and Freddie will allow. And that's a big deal. Because if you go over that amount, now you're in jumbo territory. Now Fannie and Freddie aren't going to buy it. You're looking at different rules, different qualifications, more documentation, a uh, higher rate in some cases, and it's just not a fun place to be. I mean, there's a lot of people that do jumbos, and you know, a lot of times when you're talking about jumbo loans, usually the people that are getting jumbos can easily follow those new rules, but for a lot of people, getting into that territory can be problematic. So it's a big deal what that maximum number is. Well, not surprisingly, that number is going to go up because 2021, very similar to 2020, except it was happening all of 2021. That's price appreciation. Yeah, we saw price appreciation in 2020. It was a big deal, but it really carried over in 2021 and has continued all year. So much so that as we all know, the last case Schiller index showed 19.8% growth year over year. We're talking some big numbers here. And so the surge in home prices means higher priced homes, which means they have to raise that loan limit. And there's a great piece over at Imam by Matt Carter. And his argument is, and this is the argument from everyone in the industry right now, we could see the biggest dollar increase in conforming loan limits since records began back in 1970. So of course, the first question is we just talked about why the rapid rise? Well, prices are way up. And let's put the Case-Shiller Index aside and instead look at the industry that's making this decision. That's the FHFA. And their last report, the Home Price Index, showed 19.2% year-over-year appreciation. Currently, the loan limit is $548,250, a 19.2% increase. So if we were to apply that number to the loan limit and say, let's increase it a similar amount, we would be looking at a $105,000 increase. <laughs> now, it's not going to be that high. Well, I don't think it's going to be that high. But if we're using that data, that's how big the increase would have to be, I guess, to keep everything kind of in line with where we were a year ago. 
So some of you might not know, when is this going to happen? Well, Fannie and Freddie, the conforming loan limit doesn't officially increase until January 1st, but the announcement is typically made in November. However, moves are already being made because everyone knows that number is going up and a lot of people looking at the data can tell you pretty much where it's going to end up. And Housing Wire reported earlier this week that PennyMac, it's upping its conforming loan limit by almost 14%. So not exactly 20%, but big number, 14% increase. And United Wholesale Mortgage is lifting its cap to 625,000. If you talk to people in the industry, that seems to be kind of the golden number. That's the number they think it's going to. That's 625,000. Now, if it turns out that number is correct, that would be an increase of $76,750. That would, in fact, be the largest loan increase on record or loan limit increase on record. However, it's actually not the largest percentage increase. That would be a 13.9% increase, but it would fall short of the record set in 2006 of 15.9%. And let's face it. If you remember the last National Association of Realtors existing home sales report, it showed that in the West region, the median home price was $507,000. When one region of the country has a median home price that is a single digit growth rate away from hitting jumbo status, it's time to send that loan limit to the moon. All right. I mean, it's like, I mean, we're at the point where buying a home in the West, a home that was the median price home, was going to put you into jumbo territory. I mean, we, we know that there's high-priced areas where the jumbo rate is higher, like Hawaii. I think it's like almost $900,000. It probably will be after this. But a whole region, like the whole, like any, like a whole region, that, that's just, it just goes to show you how, how fast home prices have risen and while that number is going to jump. And like I said, it looks like 625 is probably going to be the number, and that announcement will be made in a little over a month, and we will, of course, talk about it right here on the podcast. Now, that was the one thing that's going up in today's newsletter. The other stories are about things going down, and usually when you think something going down, that's bad. Not in this case. Jobless claims. Good report this week. Happy to say it's Jobs Week. As we all know, we had the ADP report come out on Wednesday which is pretty good, about 500,000 jobs. And so people like to look at the initial jobless claims and see if maybe they can figure out what's going to be happening on Friday. And well, it was good news. The optimism continues. Initial claims fell 38,000, which actually beat expectations. They expected them to fall a little bit to 348,000. Claims were 326,000. The continuing claims also beat expectations for the week ending September the 25th. Oh, and by the way, the initial claims were for the week ending October the 2nd. So continuing claims fell almost 100,000 to 2.71 million. That also beat expectations. Economists had projected a 2.78 million number. So we got ADP in. We got initial claims in and they both did their job. And so now all eyes are going to turn to the monthly payroll non-farm, wait, no, the monthly non-farm payroll report. There we go. Coming out 8.30 this morning. 
if that is a good report, then we hit for the cycle. We had three good jobs reports this week. It's been a while since that's happened. So that would be nice. But all eyes are now on the big monthly jobs report coming out in a few hours, which we'll be talking about here on Monday's podcast. And then something else that fell yesterday, kind of surprising because on yesterday's pod, we talked about the data from the Mortgage Bankers Association that showed the 30-year fixed jumping to 3.14%. Well, Freddie Mac says, not according to our data. In fact, they have the the average 30-year fixed rate falling below 3%. Once again, that magical psychological line. We'll see if refis react positively next week based on this data. So it fell two basis points to under 3%, barely 2.99%, which of course is still higher than it was one year ago when it was 12 basis points lower. So that's kind of where we are. That's, that's going to be the trend going forward. Rates were so low in the pandemic that, yeah, pretty much every week these numbers are going to be higher than they were a year ago, except for the 15-year. <laughs> the number's still incredibly low. It fell five basis points to 2.23%, which is 14 basis points lower than it was one year ago. Sam Cater, the chief economist at Freddie Mac, said housing affordability is a growing problem, even with lower rates, saying in a statement, quote, unfortunately, with the expectation that both mortgage rates and home prices will continue to rise, competition remains high and housing affordability is declining. Now, I will say, I was watching CNBC yesterday and I saw a report about how, how how these changing demographics could mean housing oversupply. Like, I'm not kidding you. Like there was, I, And I was trying to find the report because I had it on mute in the background at the office while I was working. So I didn't know what they were talking about. And I was trying to find something and search for it. And I couldn't find anything. And I just thought it was so funny because here we are in the middle of this just epic shortage of houses. And we're already now worrying that we're going to build too many at some point in the future because of possible changing demographics based on estimates by, I don't even know who. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Sometimes you got to love the 24-7 news cycle. They got to find something to talk about. Okay, so we started by discussing one of the benefits of subscribing to the companion newsletter is I'm doing my countdown to Halloween, my top 20 horror movies, which I haven't really talked, I don't think I've talked about any of the podcasts. I've just been kind of out of it. But yeah, like I'm counting down my my favorite 20 horror movies. I am not a movie critic, aficionado, any of those things. These are just the 20 movies I like to watch around Halloween. And as I mentioned, the reason we played the clip at the start of the show was on Thursday, yesterday. That was the movie, They Live. Just phenomenal movie. Phenomenal. So 80s, I mean, anything made in the 80s is amazing. You got the great fist fight. You got the great movie quote. Then you have the whole anti-media, anti-government kind of angle of the movie. Just, it's just, it, it's a great movie. So today's movie, number 16, was The Ring. Probably the best horror movie of the early 2000s. I remember I saw it in college. Funny story about that, actually. I it was I was actually in Wilmington. I was home from college from Lynchburg. Um, well, it used to be Lynchburg College. Now it's Lynchburg University. It's grown in size. It's Lynchburg University now. And I was home, I think it was like spring break. 
and I was home uh, here with some of my friends from college and we rented a movie that night to watch the ring and we watched it and it was pretty terrifying. And then of course everyone goes to bed and I'm in my room and the way we had our house set up was I had the big screen TV in my room. It was like a giant, it was like, this is back when they had those boxy big screen TVs and it was like 60, it was, was like 60 inches or something like that. And it was like right in front of my bed. (laughs) So like all night, I was thinking that this little girl was going to come crawling out of the television because that's what happens. If you haven't seen the movie, that's what happens in the movie, the TV, you watch the videotape and then the little girl comes and and kills you. And so that's my ring story. If you've never heard it before. No, no, not, not that ring, not the thing on your doorbell. That's, that's now when you say the ring for the longest time, people thought that movie. Now they think that, that, that cool product that you put on your door. No, no, this is the movie early two thousands, probably the best horror movie. We're going to keep counting down here on the podcast and in the newsletter. So go subscribe and that's it. We're done. You guys have a great Friday. Let's keep our fingers crossed for a good jobs report. That would be really nice. This is my birthday month. So that would be a really nice birthday present, a good jobs report. So let's hope for that. You guys have a great Friday. Great weekend. Looks like the weather is going to be so, so at least here in Wilmington. But you guys try and enjoy it anyway. Enjoy your weekend. And I'll see you back here Monday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.